Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. All right, people, I've got a story for you today. I've got lots of stories for you today, actually, but I can't even uh, begin to explain. So if you heard my last podcast episode, which was two weeks ago, I had to take another week-long hiatus. Um, I'm going to explain all that in a minute. You would have remembered that I had talked on that episode about taking a break because life had been so crazy and so many people have written to me since that episode, probably more than any other episode. Up until even today, I'm getting messages on that one. Um, so if you haven't heard it, you will want to listen to it because this one's going to be like part two of that one, quite frankly. You will not believe all that has taken place since I hit publish on that episode. So get ready for some uh, crazy stuff here we're going to talk about. And of course, I'm going to encourage you how to live simply in um, amongst all this craziness right now. But before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an award-winning Christ-centered homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to uh, teach children to live and defend their faith. They have amazing curriculum from science to language arts to Bible. I would Oh, they even have math now. It's digital. They have online curriculum. They have online classes. And they have, uh, you know, regular formal textbooks. I would encourage you to go check them out right now because they're having their back to homeschool sale. You can save up to 20% through September 7th. Now is the time to grab some wonderful curriculum from Apologia. We have used their curriculum pretty much our entire homeschool career and have never been disappointed. So go check them out at Apologia.com. While you're over there, you can find some free resources for your family. They have kids' activities, some encouragement for the homeschool mom. So go check it all out at Apologia.com. So two weeks ago, I did an episode and I talked about why I needed to take a break. At that time, and this was just two weeks ago, feels like a lifetime ago, at that time, I had to take a break from just social media, ministry, everything, life (laughs) um, in general, because we were just going through a million different things, ups and downs and round and rounds and you know how life gets. And I had been really in a funk and I had been really dealing with some pretty bad anxiety and worry and fears and just all kinds of things. Um, And I was pretty transparent on that episode. And like I said, I think I said, and if I didn't say, I have received more feedback from that episode, I think, than any other episode I've ever done, even just minutes ago receiving still emails about that episode or messages. Um, So if you haven't listened, you'll want to listen. But I talked about that, um, how I had, when I recorded, I was saying, I, I, you know, I'm really coming out of this funk now because I am learning in these past two weeks to really uh, trust the Lord and to give it all to him and to surrender. And, you know, God is just, you know, he just wants to keep testing us because literally I hit publish on that episode was feeling like, all right, you know, I've come out of this funk. We've come out of some hard times. And I get a phone call or a text, I should say, from my son. 
literally after I hit publish and talked about how I wasn't going to worry anymore. Oh, God, his sense of humor. So I get this text and it says, um, I need to come pick him up from the camp he's been at for the past two weeks because he had been exposed to COVID. And, you know, again, I do not in any way, shape or form want to make this at all about that topic because I know y'all have opinions. I have opinions, but this isn't the platform to discuss it. My platforms will always be to point you to Jesus. It's just part of the story. Um, so no need to, you know, reach out to me about that topic because there's plenty of other places out there where we can voice our opinions. Um, and again, I'm using my platform to point to Jesus. But in that situation, uh, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I literally just hit publish on this episode. You know, my daughter had been sick with COVID right before that. And I was like, um, you know, I'm coming out of this place of worry. And <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, okay. And, you know, just to be clear, there's, you know, fears, obviously you don't want your family members sick, but there's a lot of other repercussions when it comes to, you know, this sickness or any other sickness, because, it literally shuts down the whole family. My husband, if he were to get sick or to be quarantined from an exposure, would not be able to work. Uh, he is self-employed, but four days a week, he is out of the house for a client. He wouldn't be able to go. No work, no money, right? You and you're self-employed. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of repercussions besides, obviously, um, not wanting anyone in your family to be sick and, you know, just, you know, it turning your whole life upside down. So we had to go through a 10 day quarantine with him, um, where we had to have our family sleep downstairs where we don't have bedrooms. Uh, and I know these are first world problems, but you know, and he had to be upstairs and it, it really just, you know, completely turns your whole life upside down because, you have to, you know, bring him food and you know, not get exposed and uh, all that stuff. And we all had to sleep downstairs and, you know, we had to be careful and, you know, we were testing and he was testing and thankfully they have these home tests now. Um, and, you know, I've had to deal with quarantines last year for one of my kids and, you know, you had to go and wait online and get an appointment for days to get a test. Now you can test at home. So that was really nice. So we were able to keep testing him. I want to just give glory to God and praise to God because when I say he had a high exposure, like literally high, 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 high exposure, several people came down with it that he was with um, and he was with them in very close contact. So we just thought for sure, you know, treat him as if he's going to have it. He never got symptoms and he never tested positive. So we praise the Lord for that. I literally prayed every morning from like 4 a.m. till 8 when he would wake up, praying against every cell in his body that this virus would just not invade his body. And I was just literally praying over every cell of his body and rebuking the COVID <laughs> in Jesus's name and going to bed doing the same thing and just really praying. So... Anyway, we got through that, but it was just craziness how I had just hit publish on my podcast and then boom, an even greater attack. Um, and so we got through it. It was, I will not lie, I was a nervous wreck in the beginning. Um, you know, again, yes, you don't want your family to be sick, you know, uh, and you never know how it's going to affect them. 
Um, but there's also, like I said, so many other repercussions, like who have you exposed and, you know, can you go to work and, you know, um, just changing the whole family dynamic, you know, not, you know, wanting anybody to go out and all that. So anyway, we came through that unscathed, but boy, has the Lord been teaching me so much. Um, just so much. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the, uh, whole COVID discussion. There's plenty of places to discuss that elsewhere, but it was part of, you know, our story. And so I wasn't able to record last week because I couldn't get to my recording equipment (laughs) because um, I wasn't able to get upstairs to my bedroom in my office and I wasn't able to do the podcast. But again, I've learned so, 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 so much in this time. I mean, Let me just give you, I mean, I know everybody is going through problems. Everybody has their problems. Everybody is, you know, in different seasons and circumstances. I just feel like right now at lightning speed, it's really hard to keep up. And this, and this is what I'm going to talk about on this podcast is like, if we want a simple life, we must just completely follow Jesus because I really don't know how to get through all these complications without that truth grounding me Um, because since, I don't know, the past few months, we have just, you know, gone through a death in the family, which completely, you know, changes dynamics. Um, and we have gone through good things, my daughter getting engaged. So in the middle of like craziness and worry and fear, I have good news, right? But we're also planning a wedding in like three months. And so obviously that's stressful and not just the wedding itself, but you know, you want to prepare your child for this season. Um, And there's just a lot to do besides the wedding stuff, you know, like learning how to live on your own and, and, and get your own car insurance and your own, you know, everything is independent now. And so all that, uh, she's, switching her schooling, um, moving into an apartment and getting ready for married life. So there's like a bazillion life changes there for her. And I'm trying to guide her through that and just pray her through that really, because she's doing a great job. She doesn't need me, but you know, I'm trying to be supportive. And so dealing with the emotions of watching my firstborn truly leave the nest, like it's really been hitting me the past few days. Um, that she's not coming back here. Like this isn't her home. My little guy said something the other day and it just, I was like, just put the knife in deeper. Cause he was just like, you know what? When she says she's going home from now on, that's not going to mean here. I'm like, wow, (laughs) her home is not here anymore. And just last night I was washing some things for her. We're moving her in this weekend. And I was washing some clothes that were up in the attic of hers that she'll need and uh, just freshening them up because they would have been stored away. And as I was washing them, I thought this is probably the last time I'll ever do her laundry. And honestly, I haven't done her laundry in years, but for some reason it just hit me like, you know, she was my little girl that I was washing all her baby clothes. And now I'm washing her clothes, getting her ready to live in her apartment in her married life. Sometimes it just blindsides you and hits you during the day. You know, just like grief does when you lose somebody or something and you're blindsided during the day, something reminds you or something small happens and you're hit with grief. It's literally the same thing that I've just been hit literally like the past few days out of nowhere um, with these thoughts of like, this isn't her home anymore and my baby girl, like this is, this isn't just like, 
you know, you're, you're talking about like, um, something happening. It's actually happening, you know, and it's just, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing because she's marrying such a godly man that we adore and he adores her and he loves the Lord. Like I couldn't ask for anything more and he takes amazing care of her. So it's all good, but there's just so many emotions. And at the same time, I'm getting ready to launch my second born, my oldest son in two weeks will be leaving the nest. Um, I tell you, life is not for the faint of heart, right? Like, so there's a lot of things going on. Like I said, everybody has a lot of things going on. I just feel like they're happening super fast. You know, like this wedding is super fast and that's fine. We're happy about that and they just want to be married and we're thrilled with that. But, you know, there's just like not a lot of time to catch your breath or to really like lean into the new changes. It's just that everything is happening fast. Um, and then my son will be leaving and... um that, of course, brings a whole nother dynamic. Um, I mean, half my kids are going to be out of the house in two weeks. And that's hard. That's really hard. And then, you know, um, just all the life things that are going on. Like our world right now is crazy. And it is upside down, round and round, you know. And it's like you want to, how do I explain it? You want to be in the moment and enjoy the things that are happening. But I feel like there's always this little black cloud over like, you know, because of the world events and um, never knowing, you know, is someone going to get sick? Is someone going to be quarantined? Is, you know, are you going to be able to do things because of, you know, whatever? And it's just, it's difficult lately. So I have been clinging to the Lord so much. I'm so thankful. I don't know what I would do without him and his word. And I've really just learned more so in these past two weeks than ever that, you know, this isn't just warm, fuzzy Christianity that you talk about and say like, oh, you know, God is good and he walks us through hard times and blah, blah, blah. Because when you're in them is really where the rubber meets the road. And I'm just grateful that I know the Lord. I can't imagine. I cannot imagine going through life right now without him. And trying to get my footing and my grounding in my own strength right now would be a very feeble attempt. I would have no grounding because I feel like I barely have it some days and I have the Lord. So, you know, it's just everything is happening at lightning speed and there's so much unknowns, but isn't that the way the future is supposed to be? If we were supposed to know the future, we would know the future. The only thing we know for sure, 100%, is that we will be with God forever in heaven. Whether Jesus returns in our lifetime or not, we know that we have an eternal promise with him forever if you are in Christ. If you don't have that security and you don't know that, please reach out to me. I would love to chat with you. I'll send you a Bible. There's nothing greater or of more importance in this moment or in any moment of your life than to know the truth that Jesus came to rescue us and save us. And because of him, those who believe are promised an eternal reward in heaven someday. And once you grasp that truth, it's literally like everything else just gets put in its place. Like everything else pales in comparison. So yeah, COVID scares. That's, you know, that's a scary thing, but I have Jesus, you know, daughter getting going off and getting married. That's a new thing, but we have Jesus, you know, uh, just life changes. Um, but we have Jesus. And so 
I just want to encourage you all out there to, in the crazy times that we're living in right now, to really, really, really start walking that walk because you never know what tomorrow brings. Literally, I did a podcast two weeks ago and said, yeah, life is good. Hit publish and boom, you know, hit with something I didn't expect. So we never know what tomorrow brings this life is not all there is. Why do we live like it is? I don't know. What we believe about um, death really determines how we live. What we believe about God will really determine how we live. And many of us are are living like we don't really believe because we're living truly for this world and we're not really thinking about the next. And I don't know why that is. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about to really discuss, you know, this whole simply living for him thing, I've been doing it now over a decade talking about, you know, getting rid of distractions and rid of clutter. There is no more time that this has been more important than right now. Because it's like, this is really what it means to simply live for him. The world is full of chaos and clutter right now. By clutter, I mean information overload, uh, just, you know, arguing, division, opinions, information, all that stuff. Um, and this is the time where we really need to simply live for him. We really, really need to say, like, what is truly important in this life? If there's anything the last 18 months have taught us, it is what is truly, truly important. You know, when my son was in quarantine and we were downstairs, guess what? I had two outfits for the whole week that I just kept washing and rewearing, and I wasn't really going anywhere, so what did it matter? Um, I, you know, didn't really do my hair or makeup because I was just down there and not really going anywhere. And, uh... We were just, you know, li literally living simply because we were like camping out in our living room. And quite frankly, it was, it was a good thing. It was a good thing to realize like all the things we stress about all the time pale in comparison. You know, when you're really slapped in the face with something that um, kind of makes you kind of snap out of it, like snap out of this illusion that this world offers and really look at reality of what really matters you know, it's so important to live like that. And so I'm kind of grateful for that whole little 10 day uh, clinging to the Lord and um, really, really, really knowing that my life is in his hands, my son's life is in his hands, my family's life is in his hands, and what truly matters. And so something I was feeling really passionate about this morning. I did a devotional on YouTube about it. I, I talked about it yesterday on Instagram. I'm even going to talk about it now. So, um, we must live simply if we want to uh, really get rid of, you know, all these crazy times that we live in, distractions. We must really say, like, you know, I want, I, I want to get rid of all the stuff that's cluttering up my mind. And one of those ways we can do that, like I said two weeks ago, I had to take a break from social media because it was quite frankly, you know, this is funny too. This is how ironic. So I was saying how I had to take a break from social media and it was really helpful to cling to the Lord. And guess what? Then you get stuck sort of, you know, I wasn't necessarily in quarantine, but I wasn't, I was actually in the beginning because I had been exposed to my son. But once he was testing negative and I was away from him for a certain amount of days, I wasn't necessarily quarantined, but I wasn't really going anywhere either. Um, so you know, you, you get sucked right back in. Isn't that the irony? I took this big break only to now be stuck at home and kind of getting sucked back in. And what I saw was really sad. I, I mean, it's been like this for a year and a half, but I feel like even more so now. Um, there are Christians out there, 
and non-Christians, obviously, that are getting um, sucked in to the narrative. And we are all, I don't know, we are all easily just, you know, sucked in to the behaviors of this world because there's a lot of division right now. And I see so many people, and it saddens me because they're Christians alike, sharing so much negativity on social media. And it's just everywhere. It's, you know, arguing, name calling. Like, when did we, when did we start stooping to the world's level by, you know, bashing and name calling? That doesn't show Jesus. That doesn't share the love of Christ. We are called to be set apart, even during divisive times. So set apart does not mean getting dragged into arguing and division. And just think about what you're sharing out there. Like you have a platform, even if you're not, you know, an influencer or, you know, you're just using your social media for fun, you still have a voice, whether it's on social media or in real life, right? Choose how you're going to use your words and how you're going to use your platform, you have the option every day to choose. Am I going to share light or am I going to get sucked into the darkness? I worry that we are giving the enemy a platform these days. We are getting sucked in to, you know, sharing so much negativity and sharing every headline so that we can prove our point. Why aren't we just using that time to share the gospel? We're so quick to hit share on every article and meme, but we're not sharing the gospel with a world that needs it more than ever. Our world is spiraling out of control. And what are we doing? We're getting sucked right into that spiral. And so I implore you today, I'm calling on you today. After you are done listening to this, when you're over there scrolling through your Instagram or your Facebook or your Twitter or wherever you hang out, when you're out in your neighborhood, when you're with people, think before you speak, think before you share. Is this really, like, seriously, I mean, the same articles are shared over and over. The same memes are shared over and over. Like, do you think that, like, you sharing it is really going to change someone's mind at this point? But you know what will change them more than anything? sharing the truth. You know why? Because there is power behind God's word. There is power in the name of Jesus. And when we share truth and when we share goodness, we share the gospel, there's power in that. And we have to trust the outcome. All we have to do is share it. And then we trust the spirit to work. You know, there's that story in John, John, I think it's 18, where uh, Jesus is about to be arrested and Peter goes with the sword you know and and slices off the soldier's ear and Jesus rebukes him and he's like no you know I'm here to fulfill a purpose this isn't the time to fight now I'm not saying because I've got a lot of backlash yesterday when I posted about this that you know we are to accept evil and we are to you know um uh you know not stand up for truth but there is a time to let God be God God is on the throne and we need to live like it And us constantly getting sucked up in the narrative and in the arguing and all of that, that's not going to change things. You know what's going to change things? The power of the gospel. This world needs the power of the gospel. 
It doesn't need another share on an article, another share on a soundbite, another share on a meme. We know how you feel, right? The whole world right now is in so much chaos and confusion. And that's why I always say it's simply living for him. The remedy for chaos is Jesus. The world is so chaotic right now. So let's share Jesus. It doesn't need us to add to the chaos. It needs us to share Jesus and let the power of the Spirit work. And so I've just been thinking about that a lot lately. Stop giving the enemy a platform. Use your voice to share the good news. Use your voice to share Jesus. You know, if you want a simple life, just keep focusing on him. If you, I mean, life is never, life is never going to be simple, right? I've learned that in the past four weeks now. Every time I think I've figured it out, boom. I I said it last time on the podcast. It's like that whack-a-mole game. As soon as I got all my moles, you know, whacked down, three more pop up and I can't even get to them fast enough. And that's how life is lately. So life itself it's always going to be complicated. It's never going to be simple. But in the midst of that, when you truly follow Jesus alone and you keep reminding yourself of this truth that the world is not your home, that you exist here for the purpose to make the kingdom of God your primary concern, to know him yourself so that you can then make him known to the world. When you focus on that, everything becomes much more simpler because you have a one-track mind. It's on Jesus. This past week, my mind could not keep up. Constantly worrying, you know, about the quarantine issues, about, you know, my children, about family, about money, about finances, about issues, you know, constantly going from one thing to the next. But when I would sit with my Bible, and this is the honest truth, when I would just sit with my Bible, I could literally feel the weight of the world being lifted from my shoulders because he was saying, just rest in me. I know what I'm doing. I've existed since the beginning of time. Generations have come and generations have gone, and they've dealt with the same things you're dealing with and more. Just rest in me. I know what I'm doing. It's impossible to tackle the things of this day without him. You're going to end up so defeated. You can absolutely have peace even when everything is out of control because you know the peace that only comes from him. There is a supernatural peace, as it says in the Bible, peace that surpasses all understanding, that makes no earthly logical sense. But you have it because you know Jesus and you know this world is not all there is. So stop acting like it is. You know, Christians are acting like that this world is all there is. And I understand there is evil out there. There is division. There is terrible things going on. And yes, we should stand up for what is right. But I also see us not just standing up for what is right, but getting sucked in to the divisiveness and the arguing. I promise you, calling somebody names, calling somebody stupid, you know, calling uh, out people with their opinions is not going to make somebody listen to you about Jesus. You know when they're going to listen? When you stand out as set apart and kind and good and righteous and holy and they see a gentleness in you. 
when two people are raising their voices, nobody listens. But when one person, you know, when your kids are little and you kind of calm down and you bring it down a notch, people listen. People listen. Yes, there's evil in this world. Yes, we need to uh, flee from it. But I believe the darkness flees because the light penetrates every dark place. The light is what makes evil flee. Not when we act like evil. I don't want to say like evil, but when we act like those that are portraying evil do. When we stoop to that level and argue and get bitter and angry, we're just stooping to that level. But when we just flood the darkness with light, it will flee. Light will penetrate the darkness. So when you are on your social media, I'm giving you a call today. Just for a week, stop sharing all the negative stuff. Stop commenting with your opinion about, you know, all of it. Just share Jesus. Just flood your social media with the gospel. And let's see God's power work because we don't have any power. We only operate through his power. And how can his power work when we're sinning, when we're name calling, when we're being evil, not evil, mean spirited, when we're, you know, angry? Just share the gospel. Every time you feel like you want to share that article about the newest statistics or whatever, just share the gospel. Just share a Bible verse. Will you do that this week for me? Let's take that all of us together to heart. I want to hear from you if you're doing it. I want to be tagged in your posts. I want to hear what you're doing. Tag me wherever you are. I want to be part of your sharing the light. Let's do this together. So this is a call for all of you listening. If you're getting caught up in this division of this world, remember that Jesus has already come to overcome this world. He has overcome this world. You don't need to fight the battle. Yes, you can call evil evil, but the battle's already won. Put away your sword. Let God be God. Doesn't mean you're accepting of the evil. But I promise you, you sharing a meme today is not going to change the world. But you sharing Jesus will change someone. So I hope this encouraged you. If it did, let me know. I want to hear about it. Tag me in your posts. I also just wanted to remind you that our Simply Living for Him online women's community is open and free as always. We are just uh, an amazing bunch of women just pursuing God, uh, encouraging one another in the word. I'd love for you to join us at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. Also, if you are getting ready to homeschool, I wanted to just share a few ways that I am going to uh, be able to help you with that. First, my books are on Amazon. Every year I get messages from women who say they read my books at the beginning of the homeschool year just to get them focused on what truly matters. So you can find all my books on Amazon. I have The Simple Homeschool Journey, Real Homeschool, and Called Home. Also, I have a Simplify Your Homeschool e-course. I have the Bible-based homeschooling e-course. And uh, I also offer homeschool consulting appointments. If you want a little um, you know, one-on-one time, I do offer one-hour appointments on the phone or on Facebook time or on zoom you can find all the information at simplylivingforhim.com so i hope that this podcast encouraged you today and until the next time i wish you all the blessings and joy in jesus